It's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's Superhero Slate. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like movies, TV, superheroes. It's Superhero Slate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name is Mike Royer. And this week, we're reviewing Black Adam. Oh, yes, we are. After 15 years, we've been dying to see this movie, Mike. Supposedly. 15 years ago, man, I was just... Uh, but a babe in the woods. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we didn't. I mean, we didn't even have Iron Man at that point. We didn't know what a good <laughs> superhero movie was, let alone a bad one. Um, Marvel may finally found its Mephisto. Uh, this has been making the rounds this week, and I was like, "Well, this is fun. Let's talk about this on the show." Um, Robert Downey Jr. might return for more Avengers, hmm? Hmm? possibly, and more. It's and a, more. I was gonna say it's it's, it's a uh, movie week, so that means news is light folks it is very light we are going to dive into rumors which we don't normally do but i think it'll be fun this week we know i love talking about rumors it's great to just speculate wildly and it just it just it feels it feels right this time of the year right to just start thinking about the next calendar year coming forward i feel like once october rolls around i'm just kind of like okay this year's almost done right i feel like we're at the end because all of the holidays that backload the year i feel like make things go very quickly and we get big releases too Mm -hmm. i feel like which makes things go quickly because we got a lot going on but now this is the moment where we sit back and just project what we want out there in the world. What does it be the change that you want to see in the world? Oh, yeah. So yeah. I'm putting the vibes out there that they find a, a better person to uh, lead Warner Brothers Studios yeah. or uh, the DC side of things so we can get some uh, something interconnected, right? Yeah. They have shown the ability that they occasionally can make a good movie, but they can just never connect one to another. It's like mm-hmm. that, that red string that you put on a bulletin board. It's just like they just can't. They, the string's not long enough. They just can't stretch it to the next movie. Well, it's like, come on, man. It's just string. Well, I, I'd like to make a, a food analogy here, Mike. It's like pasta. Uh, they're all noodles, but they're very different noodles. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're not the same noodles. So you might say, yeah, it's all pasta. It's not the same noodle. doesn't taste the same. So it's just uh, that's, that's how it's going to work. I've not watched this week's Great British Baking Show yet, and I'm really sad at myself. Um, because it's been busy. You like you know how busy I've been. If, oh if I've not God. if I've not watched that, that you know something's busy. I'm not I'm not going to spoil anything for you. But we all know that I hate uh, drama and discourse around Bake Off. But I was at a um, a Halloween party uh, last night. You know, a uh, uh, rooftop situation with a lot of people around hanging out. And uh, the group I was with started talking about Bake Off drama, you know, started talking about Mexican week. And then people sitting on the couch next to us got up and came over and they're like, were you talking about Bake Off? They're like, oh, you know we're talking about Bake Off. Um, so I've been pulled back into the drama of Bake oh, Off. Yeah. There was Somebody tried to make it a thing this week, but it wasn't. And I won't go into it any more than that, but it's not trying to make Bake Off dramatic it is my cozy little safe space where i just watch people with fun like adorable accents try to bake things and i'm just like oh this is my happy place i told mike this week i found out canada does one as well so we might need to dive into what they're even more apologetic than most other countries so oh yeah maybe i might have to check that they're like oh we're sorry you've got us on the bottom yeah how much (laughs) how much bake off 
can I the limit, handle? The limit does not exist. Uh, that, yeah. That's for sure. But, but er- earlier this week, Chris, you told me yes. to uh, download an iOS game, which I attempted to do, and then it was just like, <laughs> we want half of the, the memory on your phone. I was like, wait, what? So I played it for a little bit, um, and then it had I had to boot it off my phone. But while I had it there, it looked cool. Yeah. So yeah. tell me a little so, bit more about it. So Marvel Snap finally uh, released uh, publicly for everyone, for iOS, uh, Android, and Steam, if you've got a, a gaming computer. And they... Um, you will play against everyone across everything. It's very universal, and you can see it. So the way this game works is uh, you build a quote-unquote a deck of, of characters, and each character has an ability. Um, and while you can upgrade these cards and characters, all you do is actually, the more you increase their worth, the more cards you can obtain. I guess, does that make sense? Like, your collection level means, oh, you've gotten this card to gold, so now you can actually unlock... Um, uh, a character such as like you know white tiger or odin or something like that so you unlock more characters mm. as you level them up you do actually don't upgrade the characters which was something i was trying to explain to my wife really like you can upgrade a card like um captain america but your ability stays the same no matter what level you're at so everyone is playing with the same abilities across the entire field if that makes sense um mm. so you can predict and play that so what you do you draw three uh four cards at the start and you have three locations that slowly reveal themselves over time each location has ability the point is you're supposed to have the highest number in two of these three locations to win the round pretty simple pretty straightforward from what you played mike it was pretty quick too right like they're not long rounds they're like maybe <coughs> three minutes or so if you yeah pretty straightforward and, and 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 they know that they have to do that because it's a mobile game they just want people to drop in and do sessions you know yeah. maybe while they're waiting in line or you know waiting for I, I, you know the I, doctor to call them up for their appointment or whatever i've got no self-control so my sessions have been pretty long this week uh, for this <laughs> game. but you know again uh, i feel the um the 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 barrier to purchase like there's hardly any because you're not buying cards right there's no um, you will get random cards. You can't buy cards to use. You can spend money for variants of the cards. So if you're like, oh, I like this artwork of a card better, you can buy that variant. Um, so it's very just cosmetic, not actually a pay-to-win kind of scenario. But uh, I've been playing quite a bit. Very fun. Um, you know, they have uh, you know a lot of fun locations, a lot of fun characters. Uh, my my go-to right now, Mike, and this will mean nothing to you unless you saw it, there's the cards that say On Reveal. So when you play your card, it flips over when when you both have, you know, picked where your card's going to play. On reveal, an ability activates. So I've been using uh, a deck fully focused on, like, quote-unquote, on reveal abilities. So, like, they can, Mm -hmm. when the card flips over, you get to do something. And uh, it's been very entertaining. So I I really enjoy this free game. Fun, quick. If you like Marvel stuff, this is is great. I know, um, you know, listeners, uh, Patrick, he's he's been playing. We've been talking about that and sharing uh, our our status. They have... um, you know, every game has a battle pass these days, Mike. Right? Yeah. If you if you have a game and you don't have a battle pass, get the hell out because everybody's got one. And the one this uh, right now going on is a um, Spider-Man, like a Miles Morales Spider-Man kind of thing. So if you're into that, you can get some of those cards. Uh, it's really fun. So um, I recommend everyone try it out if you want to. Uh, what I was cool is I also noticed, Mike, on my phone, it's got a um, a 60 frames per second mode because like some of the cards are like. Uh, animated and like the background mm-hmm. service. So like, if you really want to turn up that that frame rate, um, I I didn't lose a lot of storage space, but I lost a lot of battery this weekend playing it. So <laughs> I th- I probably need to turn that back down to save on on some screen time. But uh, been really fun, really really enjoyable. You guys can check that out wherever you play your games on phone at or or Steam if you got a PC. Um, and then I'm happy to see this next topic in here, Mike, because I've been 
we're very adamant about watching Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power in this house. It is one of the staples that we, we adhere to because spoilers in this show can, can ruin it for you. Can't take it right out of mm-hmm. the next episode. So I'm glad to see you were able to catch up, and you, it looks like you finished the first season with me, right? You're- yeah, finally finished the first season. Uh, I had a pretty good time. Uh, a little bit harder for my uh, wife to keep up with it, not necessarily because it's hard to follow, but the episodes are like 70 minutes long, and she's only like tangentially interested in Lord of the Rings, so I'm just kind of like making her watch it. And every once in a while, you know, something like draws her in. But, you know, I it held my attention. It grew over time for sure. You know, a lot of our A, B, C, D storylines start to mm-hmm. intersect a little bit more towards the end, especially when there's like a, ge- a, a large geographical event, which yeah. a lot of characters get to participate in towards the end. That's... Um, that's yeah. very expensive on screen. I can only assume a lot of practical it, and visual effects went into that one. So I will tell you right. I know exactly what you're talking about. All of the color from those scenes, right? A very, very different color. All done mm-hmm. in camera. There was no filter placed over those. Oh, wow. That's amazing. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah they went back and showed like how they did it and like how it's just natural in the in-camera color. That's, they painted the scenes. Uh, th- that stuff. So yeah, 100% wow, agree that's, with you. that's even more impressive. So yeah. like I said before, like I really wanted to watch this move, this uh, series, even if I didn't like Lord of the Rings, because I like to see where the money goes mm-hmm. and the money's going in all the right spots. It looks yep. amazing. It looks great. Uh, looking forward to a season two for sure, but I can only speak to about this show from somebody who is mostly oblivious to Lord of the Rings lore. I have seen the movies like, maybe twice all the way through and i liked them nothing like i i had a great time watching them but i never really gravitated towards the fandom i didn't watch really any of the hobbit movies at all i don't know anything about like the expanded like slomerillion or anything like that so i'm like one of those oblivious people that is like you know like you mentioned the meme in our um spoiler cast review of black adam the yeah. meme of Leonardo DiCaprio pointing to the screen, yeah. noticing things. That was me. I was like, oh, wait, that character was that? That character, oh, this place is that location. I remember that from the movies. And these yeah. are all things that, like, fans guessed, like, in the very first. They knew all of this stuff so far ahead of time. So maybe it wasn't as effective for them. But I was just, I was dumbfounded oh. and surprised like every other episode. So I was having a fun, good time. The standout best characters i will protect him with my life are the um the 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 dwarven the Harf- uh, uh, I, not, I, I not the harfoot no not not the harfoot the um not the dwarves the um, who are the people that dig in the mountains? What are those? Yeah, yeah, they're dwarves. Called? Yeah, dwarves. dwarves. Yeah, I, yeah, I had that right. Yeah. The, the 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 dwarven prince and his wife, two best characters in the whole show. I love them. I die for them. I just want to see more of them. They're great. I'm around just for them, and everything else is just yeah. uh, blissfully bonused. So yeah, yeah I just I, I, Did, I have a good time. I'm liking. I, it. I'm I'm looking forward. Everything's set up, yeah. right? If I could, if, if somebody watches this and they feel like it's really, really slow, it's definitely one of those seasons where they just got to get all of the players on the chessboard, right, yeah. in the right spot, and they finally get them all there very satisfyingly in the very, very last episode. So, yeah, get in yeah. now, right? Buy low, sell high, and I feel like season two is is yeah. really gonna Very, hit the ground running. Yeah, I, like I said, I, I agree. With, I 100 agree with you. This is uh, we're. Uh, I think our house is a little more connected uh, than that, and I, I really 
enjoyed again the acting again the visuals like I said where the money went I think you know the, the my favorite part is they don't spend time traveling places and I told you that like right like the the last um, episode they literally don't show you any of their time at sea and that's beautiful because of that I'm like thank God because um, I think that that makes shows drag out for for no reason but I'm very excited to see where season two goes because it does end in a um, I wouldn't say cliffhanger but like I didn't want to stop watching it when season one in. I'm like, where where's the next episodes? Like, can we go to ten? Did can, you it, guess any of those reveals uh, in like the last like no, two episodes? I, I had no idea, but I, I'm curious if maybe you figured it no, out. No, I, I I had I had it flipped. I had it I had it another way. And we can talk mm. about that later. But okay. I, I, I definitely did not and I think because of that I felt I felt better at it because mm-hmm. I did not know. Because I, I, I went in a totally different direction. So um and and that's fine. I think that, I think that's totally cool. So uh, I think we have a lot more to to see. Again, the actors fantastic, um, and I'm really really excited to see more of this. So um, cross our fingers. So let's jump into what we just we just got done reviewing Black Adam. If you if you want to listen to our spoiler cast or review episode, whatever you want to call it, we just got done. The first uh, portion is spoiler free. We always do spoiler free first and spoilers. So if you want to listen to that early on, get it, get a taste for it. Uh, before you watch it, feel free. We're going to do like a quick abbreviated version right here for you guys. Spoiler free mm-hmm. and some other notes that we have for the movie. So Black Adam uh, starring Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, whatever you want to call him, is in theaters. It is the latest DC movie to hit the landscape. And um, yeah, it definitely landed, if, if, if you were to say that is. So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go first. Let's, let's, let's flip-flop because you went first in the other one. I'm going to go first here, Mike. Uh, I would say, uh, spoiler-free, absolutely, this movie is uh, one of the most unoriginal, uh, run-of-the-mill films I've ever seen with a uh, very, you know, a a big actor with a large presence who didn't really do a lot of acting in here. Uh, Really just kind of, like I said, when I say it landed, it kind of fell flat and didn't bounce anywhere is what I meant by that. So I think this movie... Not a huge recommendation for for me to say you have to run out to theaters to watch it. People may disagree. That's fine. If you like it, totally cool. Enjoy it. That's that's, that's your prerogative. But, you know, for me, not not something I think you have to run out and watch. Because anything in this movie, you've already seen done better in another movie uh, for that. So, Mike, go ahead and lay it on it for us. Yeah, unfortunately, very easy. Agree. Not a whole lot to hang your hat on in this film. Nothing particularly exciting. And as Chris mentioned, anything that might be a pillar of interest has already been done better uh, by Marvel. They've beat them to the punch. You know, it doesn't even matter anymore uh, whether a comic book character was invented before another one. You know, back in the day when the comic book labels were fighting each other. Now the battleground is the big screen and Marvel's beating them to the punch over and over again. So you just got to find a way to flip the script and make it different. And this is not the way to do it. No. Uh, I just wanted to get out of this film. I was begging for the credits to roll. It just I got dragged all the way through it and I came out filthy on the other end. Can't recommend it. Uh, but I suppose, you know... If you need something to throw on while you're like doing the dishes, it'll be on HBO Max in like 45 days. You know, you always got to look, catch the after credit scenes, right? Just to kind of see what the crystal ball is saying, right? Um, Pierce Brosnan was nice. Uh, He is our Bond from our childhood. So I always love seeing him in anything. He's fantastic. And, 
Eurovision Song Contest, uh, a song of a ballad of ice and fire, I think is what it's called on Netflix. He plays um, uh, the father in that movie. He's great. So I love Pierce Brosnan and anything yeah. he's in, and he and he does great in this. But so much of this film is unearned. It's just unsuccessful yeah. on every front. But we mentioned this uh, at the top of our spoiler cast, um, spoiler free, of course. Still. That the divide here is very, very wide between audience and critics on this one. So I would not be shocked if I come across people that like this film, and that's totally fine. But obviously, it was not yeah. Chris's and I bag. But if you want to see us, I guess, complain more about this movie, <laughs> yeah, a lot we, more we, about we, it in in we, detail. We dig into that out, quite a bit. Uh, yeah, on this go one. check out our uh, spoiler cast yeah. for Black Adam in the feed. If you are subscribed, yeah, it, exactly. There's that. So, you know, just a couple other notes. This movie uh, is the best. Uh, I say best. Dwayne Johnson is the most money Dwayne Johnson's made in a movie uh, with 67 million opening weekends since, uh, or outside of the Mummy Returns, which, like I said, he was barely in it as a CGI monstrosity. In that, uh, for that, and this movie has been talked about since 2007 with The Rock. So. Uh, you're going to see that quite a bit probably in the news. Like, oh my god, they finally did it. It's not really been in production, as Mike said. For, since It's just been on paper. Like, hey, we want to do this. Let's figure out a way. And they finally got there. Um, but, you know, maybe maybe that's a part of a, a 2007 movie, right? We hadn't had good movies back then when they were writing these. So, um, But, yeah, so you can check out that uh, spoiler-free review. Um, first half is always spoiler-free again, so check that out. Uh, let us know what you think. We're interested in other people's opinions, even if it doesn't agree with us. Totally cool. Um, but I think what we don't... I don't know when it'll be on HBO Max, but we said, what, 45-day window maybe probably for that, it? So that seems to be the window. If if they don't cancel HBO Max by then, who knows what that company's doing. <laughs> but, woof. Um, so let's go ahead and shift gears into another um, DC movie that's, you know... I would say this was, even though it's not been delayed, quote unquote delayed, like it hasn't been in production for 15 years. This has been delayed. I think it had more writers and directors than any other movie I've ever talked about, and that's The Flash. Um, so uh, apparently, uh, The Flash coming out next year. The sequel script has already been written. They were writing this when they were writing the first movie. So um, it, they have said that it does not require Ezra Miller to return for the script to kind of be relevant, right? So I think that's a good thing. I've he- I've heard. Um, you know, through the grapevine, through stuff that Ezra Miller is, he, even if it's a, a good movie, he doesn't want any part of this. Like he, he's tired of this life. He wants to go do his own thing, whether that's good or bad for other people. I don't know, Mike, but, um, I, I think I just kind of want to see some of this movie, right? Like are, are, it's got, um, what's his name? Uh, not Val Kilmer. What's his name? Um, the old Batman from, from the original Batman, uh, Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton is Batman in it uh and, and so i'm very excited to see that yeah we are in a we, we have passed curiosity i feel like at this point in time and it's like we are owed this uh this flash movie it's uh it's so strange that the character has been so successful on the small screen right but they just can't get the big screen version of it going uh-huh. um yeah so hopefully we'll see how the speedster turns yeah. out Every I feel like you know whether the movie's good or bad right. when you're in the theater watching it, you know once that kind of final act starts wrapping up, everyone's gonna kind of like get up in their seat a little bit, like oh yeah, that's right. Uh, Ezra's probably not going to be in the next one. Okay, where's like you know where's the chopping block? Where's the guillotine? Where's the like dusted into another universe? Right, everyone's gonna mm-hmm. be looking for that 
that story element that gets that Barry Allen out of there. Oh, know? yeah. And, and, like, how, how are they going to do it? You know, will they do it? I'm not going to say that um, they're going to do it well when they do it, right, um, after watching <laughs> the last few movies. But I feel like they're still going to going to do it so I, I don't know and the newest rumor this week is you know because you know he, uh, the script was written and came out and they're like hey who's going to play this um actor george mckay who i believe was the lead in the movie 1917 or one of the main actors uh has been eyed for the replacement of him um so uh that's fine right um i don't i don't think there's any problem with replace it with someone yeah who we don't really know offhand yeah we- we're just trying to know: Do they replace? Are they replacing Ezra, or are they replacing Barry Allen? Yeah. I think that's the what we're looking for here. I mean, I don't think we're emotionally connected to Barry Allen in any way. I know Barry has been in, you know, Snyder's movies, but you know that universe is there's there's nothing to really to really support you up over there. So it could go either yeah. way. Yeah, hundred percent, and. Um, yeah, like I said, like Mike makes. There are other flashes you can easily bring in. Um, you know, Jay Garrick or uh, Wally West. Hundred dozens of speedsters that you could use mm-hmm. and, and not have to worry about it because you know they're never say never, right? Ben Affleck has been out of Batman forever, and then he's back in and he's back out. You, you never know with him. Uh, but anyway, uh, moving gears into uh, uh, sad but not really surprising, the Zatanna movie um, has been scrapped at HBO Max. So, um, wow, really shocked yeah. here. Yeah, not, not, really. not, not shocked, but like, wouldn't it be great if DC could somehow get like a magical movie off the ground in some way? I mean, uh, Dr. The, Fate was fantastic. I mean, they, yeah. they showed that works in here without little, with little explanation. I, I really think they need to think about, rethink this. Yeah. They should build out this magical side of, uh, the DC universe, which I, I think is overall stronger with more interesting characters. I mean, they're building it. They're built. They build out the sorcery side of things on Marvel, but for me, it feels smaller, right? Even though, like, all of the sorcerers for the most part seem to be very similar power sets, right? They might uh, execute things a little bit differently, but they all kind of have the same visual look to them. They they kind of all studied the discipline in the same way too, right? They all go to Karmataj, uh, if I said that right. Uh, Karmataj. Um, yeah, they all go there. They all learn the same thing. They dress in very similar attire, right? Then occasionally you get like a bad magic user that dresses more badass and looks a little bit different, and maybe their magic is executed differently. He's but rebelling. Over, yeah, but over on the DC side of things where they can be a little bit more extravagant with like character origins and everything like that, they could go balls to the wall with magic, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Doctor Fate, Fate's magic uh, is feels a little bit more prismatic, right? There's a lot yep. more geometric shapes when that magic magic is being cast you know i feel like zatanna's magic looks a little bit more kind of like classical with kind of like you know more of a magic wand approach so there's like so many different things that you could do over there that i think they could actually set themselves apart from the competition so but it's mm-hmm. it's warner brothers well, it's not gonna happen anytime it, soon yeah and and you know my 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 question is you know is this related to the uh keanu reeves returning as john constantine is is, mm-hmm. is she going to be in there right right is, is her character being rolled into that script and that's why they they booted it i don't think so because god knows they're just canning everything over there at hbo yeah. max discovery and but, i don't but and I don't remember exactly where Zatanna landed release-wise. At, at least at one point in time, I think 
We talked about whether it was supposed to be HBO Max or if it was going to be big screen or, you know, the same thing happened to Batgirl, right? We, or we didn't really know exactly where that was going to end up until we got a little bit closer to its uh, um, supposed to be release date, right? So uh, this just seems like the exact same move of just like, Zavlov has said they are not going to do big budget movies for HBO Max. The big budget movies are going to the big screen. They're going to do more attainable budgets for streaming service, which, I mean, I get it. I mean, I don't disagree with the strategy, right? Yeah. It's more of the execution of the strategy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of executions uh, for the strategy, it sounds like. If, if, yeah. if you had an obscure DC movie in your in your pocket for something, it's, it's gone over there, which, or, mm-hmm. or series, which is which is sad because, you know, we are getting some really, really obscure shit at Marvel right now, uh, whether we like it or not. Even, like, I would say one of our topics, say Agatha, Coven of Chaos, not on my bingo card ever uh, in mm-hmm. terms of, of things I thought we'd be talking about or, or getting to. So um, kind of disappointed in this after, you know, a really, really good outlook on, um, I guess, you know, uh, Dr. Fate and his magic user uh, using the abilities this week. Let's shift some gears. Um, I know we're both I'm, – I'm actually pretty stoked for this, Mike. Uh, Black Panther – Wakanda Forever is on the horizon, right? We are mm-hmm. we are around the corner. It is coming, uh, whether whether we like it or not. Um, I, I, honestly, we like it. I, it's just one of the mm-hmm. things. You know, how do we deal with the loss of Chadwick Boseman? We talk about this every week, and I feel like I'm I, I'm like a like a record on on repeat here. But like you know, how how are we going to feel in this movie, right? Because we have lost Chadwick Boseman in real life. They are portraying this loss in the movie as well with the loss of, of T'Challa and the Black Panther. How, how are they going to handle this? Um, it looks to you know be pretty good. Uh, currently, since the, the Wakanda Forever tickets have gone on sale uh, several weeks ago, it is looking to be at or beat Doctor Strange for the biggest opening weekend uh, of the year in theaters. Oh, I mean, it, this is this movie is going to be an absolute juggernaut. This is not just going to break yearly records. This is going to break like worldwide domestic all time records for Mm. sure. It's got everything going for it. I don't mean to say in a glib way. Right. But I mean, when we, we lost uh, Heath Ledger before the dark Knight rises came out and I'm, I'm almost in, I'm almost positive that contributed to uh, ticket sales as well because you have an extra layer to add on to this of just like, oh, you have to go to just to just experience this part of the news that you saw in the film that was wrapped around it. So, and also just go back to look at the last Black Panther movie just on its own, yeah. a juggernaut as well. It was just a movement and everybody loved it. So yeah, this movie is going to be a huge success. And uh, I saw that you have this down here. I saw inadvertently a commercial spot for this one, like a little 30 second, um, uh, I think bumper in front of probably like a YouTube video or something, which I watched and they do show a little bit more of, um, of, uh, Ironheart's armor. Not much. The scenes are going very, very quickly. You'd have to frame by frame to kind of get a clear shot, but I feel like if they've already moved on to like commercial spots, it seems like we're. Do you think we're gonna get another trailer? Is there is there another uh, like you know? I don't think so. A minute thirty. It doesn't seem like it, right? So yeah. it seems like we're gonna have to wait 
until we're in the theater to kind of get a clear shot yeah. of what that armor is going to look like on the big screen, which I'm totally okay with, yeah. right? You know, they, yeah. this, the ticket was sold the second that they announced Wakanda Forever, you know, yeah. right? I didn't need a trailer to see it, but yeah, I'm stoked. I'm hyped. Yeah, yeah, we got that. We had the you know debut of Namor. Uh, we have to figure out who the new Black Panther is going to be. Uh, I, I, my fear is that's going to come out before the movie hits, and I, I don't want to know that, right? I want to go in surprised. Um, so that's run. I'm just kind of going to keep my fingers crossed that I we, we miss that. You know, there are a lot of sports events, right? Football season's going on right now, I believe. Um, so there's a lot. They're really capitalizing on football uh, commercials for a lot of this stuff. So that's where I heard. Um, you know, some of these 30 second spots we're hitting, uh, like you said, YouTube, if you, if you pay, if you don't pay for the ad free, is going to be there. Uh, would not be surprised if on the Netflix with commercials version. I'm kidding. I'm kidding people. <laughs> um, but you know, there's, um, yeah, there's, there's opportunities to see more than you want to see. And I'm, I'm hoping to really stay in the dark as much as can on this, Mike. And I, I know you are as well. So, mm-hmm. uh, if we hear anything else, we'll, I think, I think this is the appropriate time, Mike, if you've not started muting your your keywords uh we this is the time to do your keywords on twitter i think yeah. we're, we're probably in, in 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 muting muting uh season so uh let's talk about fantastic four this is a movie that's um it's it's a mystical movie right i would say this and x-men are like the big quote-unquote x factors in the marvel formula going forward right like we they're relying on the mcu's fantastic four to re imagine them and also mm-hmm. be the first good movie we've ever had uh and then also x-men you know how do you fit them into this world so fantastic four we have a date we have a director uh we've talked about rumored writers but the next thing is who's going to play these characters uh we talk about it every week we thought maybe they'd have some news for us at d23 um or sccc nope just uh kind of sweep under the radar until it gets a little closer this was recently delayed um several months from I believe November to February, so three months. Not not huge, but to make room for the Blade uh, fiasco kind of going on there. But um, the biggest thing here, whether you like it or not, is Adam Driver is currently in the mix to play uh, Reed Richards or Doctor Doom himself. Yeah, and quite a quite two different two different roles there for sure, right? Yeah. So this is from the insider who brought us the the Harrison Ford is going to be um, General Ross news like a month before you know it actually came out you know that he's going to be doing that um i think it was this week right monday maybe monday we're like oh vindicated listen to our show every week folks you'll you'll get some good news occasionally but um i don't want to see adam driver play a villain again uh nothing against you know him as an actor um probably more against the you know the writing in the more recent star wars stuff but i just don't want to see him as a villain after you know the the last or was it the was it the last Skywalker? no the Return of Skywalker? Rise of Skywalker. There it is. I was like, what movie? The movie that we try to forget about, the last Star Wars movie, just left me such a bad taste in my mouth for him. Um, it's not him. It's just, you know, I don't want to see it. What about you? How do you feel about that? Yeah, situationally, right? Last yeah. time we last time we saw him. He's a great actor. I love him. I He could honestly fit in either way, right? If it's the version of Reed Richards I'd love to see, right, from the Ultimate Universe where, you know, he starts off good then eventually just becomes evil. Oh, yeah. uh, that would be a great turn for um, for Adam Driver that I know he could accomplish. But also, uh, villain-wise, you know, we know he makes a great villain. He could be Doctor Doom for sure. I don't know. I keep imagining in my head a little bit more of a seasoned Doctor Doom. Mm-hmm. Like, I think a lot... Of, 
of the time in the comic books, kind of Reed and uh, Victor, I feel like are at least similarly seasoned, right? Yeah. In in the term of like kind of age and like perspective and you know like that. But I'm not saying they need to do that in the Marvel universe. But like I feel like an established ruler, right? Uh, yeah. Victor Von Doom, you know, he's he's you know. 40 steps ahead he's got like you know all of this experience and all these plans so i I mean maybe adam driver could do that i think he's roughly our age in his 30s maybe somebody more in their 40s but you know i'm not gonna question the casting minds over at marvel if they're one thing that they can do great almost flawlessly all the time is like casting you know whether Mm -hmm. or not the casting is executed the way you want on the big screen they have always casted really really well yeah yeah, I think I think you know what what do we want to see more than anything is the Doctor Doom suit come to life. You know, I don't mm-hmm. care who's in the suit. I we, like you said, we trust them. Whoever they put in there, I want to see that suit. I want to see the big metal helmet, right? The goofy metal like you know pauldrons on his shoulders for the for his cape kind of thing. I was like, let's see, let's see how they pull this off in in Marvel because they also do again not just uh, casting but the costuming, right? Always always beautiful in these movies. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's see what that is. I think I, I could see him being more more reading. Honestly, I, I don't want him in either role. If I could if I could if I could cut my cake either way here, uh, I don't want him in either role. Uh, I think let's let's save Adam Driver for something else. Um, but like it's nothing personal to him. Uh, I, I just like to see something different. But yeah, uh, and this is also not final. Right, he's in the running for these roles. You know, actors they gotta audition and you know see who gets picked. So. Hopefully we get some more information uh, as we go into the new year, right? That's that's what you said at the top show. New year, we get a hype, we get a you know hypothesize and theorize. What are we gonna get next year? I hundred percent think we're gonna get fantastic forecasting, Mike. I think we mm-hmm. are we are we are due this this these announcements. So yes, we'll keep you guys posted the second those come out. Speaking of rumored casting announcements, we're gonna keep moving into Wonder Man, the um, Disney series potentially special presentation. Finally, involving Wonder Man, uh, one actor, Simon Williams, who uh, I think his body becomes energy at some point. It's whatever. Um, currently, actor, uh, I'm going to I butcher his name every time we talk about him, Yahya Abdul-Mateen II, um, who is known for playing Black Manta in Aquaman. He was Dr. Manhattan in the Watchmen series. Uh, mm-hmm. Is rumored to be in the lead for this. So this was um, a big news that a big DC actor... Uh, is coming over to Marvel, um, even if it's in a smaller capacity. They do say a lot of these characters will show up, you know, in the movies eventually. So I don't see that being a problem. But you know, he he, I don't have a problem with his uh, Black Manta, right? Um, it's supposed to be a bigger role in the upcoming Aquaman two sequel. Uh, Watchmen was a fantastic show, and I think he acted uh, acted the shit out of that role, Mike, for lack of a better phrase. Oh yeah. So I I I love the I love this new tool of of um special presentations from marvel too it just it just feels like when when a movie seems like too big and a series seems too long these special presentations just seems like a great way to bring in like not necessarily obscure characters but like you know let's get them kick-started right let's get them let's get the ball rolling before we really like lean into them more so i'm, I'm glad we have that tool out there in the world now yeah, hundred percent. And like you, we we've talked about before, you know, um, some characters show up in some movies and some franchises unearned. Uh, you, they just you, they just show up, and you're supposed to care about them. Well, that's not the best way to do it. And these, these smaller things to do it. Wonder Man again. I again, 
I could go to, hey, do you know who Wonder Man is in Marvel? I'm like, what the are you talking about, Chris? Who is Wonder Man, Wonder Bread, the Wonder Years? Is it Fred Savage? It's not Fred Savage. It could be somebody else. But yeah, I think this is a great opportunity to do that. Again, I think this is a good acting choice. Now, Wonder Man is, is this would be a, um, um, I'm trying to find the phrase here. He's normally a Caucasian male, be, you know, an African-American gentleman in this. I think that's fine. I don't think I have any, um, a lot of people probably don't have any um, strong affinity to who is playing Wonder Man, as long as it's done a good job. So I think this is fine by me. Um I think he's a good actor. I, I, even if he's not in this, I think maybe put him in a Marvel role somewhere else, Mike. We could probably see that down the road. Yeah, they got they got the purse strings. They yeah. could uh, they can pay him. They, they even can though I've heard I've heard I've heard rumors Ooh. that Marvel is um, trying to maybe cut back on how much they're paying these uh, these actors. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's necessarily nefarious, but I think it's more of like we we have to hire so many people now yeah. that that are in these movies like we just we we can't afford it mm-hmm. i they can afford it but you, you know what i'm saying but yeah neither here nor there but that's what that's for the bean counters if you will to, to figure out yeah those bean counters yeah i mean how many beans are in a can of pork and beans mike <laughs> i don't know they do though Let's shift your gears into Ironheart. Another rumor that's been popped up over this has been several weeks now, and you know it's, it's just coming back and, and confirmed and not confirmed and confirmed and not confirmed. But actor Sasha Baron Cohen is rumored to play Mephisto in the upcoming Ironheart show, Mike. Um, after the entire nine episode season of WandaVision, where everyone was pointing at the screen and saying, "Is that Mephisto? Is that Mephisto?" Uh, they might actually bring him to the forefront. And I think if they do, bringing in a uh, known... He, he is a dramatic and a comedic actor, right? Um, both both mm-hmm. sides would be just the the right thing to do, uh, to have some fun with this role that people, yeah. the, the zeitgeist, grasped onto way too hard early on. Yeah, I would imagine uh, Sasha Baron Cohen could bring, uh, could bring like a fun angle, right, to this villain. Um, I, I wonder if they would do if if they would keep Sasha looking mostly human, or would there be like transformation elements? I mean, Mephisto can do whatever he wants, right? So he could look human, he could look like a devil. So there could be a lot of fun they could do there. But yeah, I I think this is fun casting. I, mm-hmm. I feel like I haven't seen Sasha Baron Cohen in a little bit, so I, I you know. I, I want to see him again. Yeah, I think you know when when you you're playing literally one of the iterations of the devil, right? Uh, or you know a demon or something. You know, in this, um, you you have to have that ability to be charming, funny, and also kind of evil all at the same time. Um, and you know, kind of what I know him for. Uh, I guess you know we we all know him from like Talladega Nights and Borat, his comedic roles. But I, I have you ever seen the movie um, Sweeney Todd? Uh, the musical. Um, no, I haven't. So it's Tim Burton, Sweeney Todd, Johnny Depp, uh, Helena Bonham Carter, of course, those two. Uh, it's a musical about um, the demon Barbara Fleet Street. It's a, it's, this is actually a great time of year to watch this movie, folks, if you want to watch Sweeney Todd, the demon Barbara Fleet Street. So it's a murderous barber, uh, but he is one of the um, you know uh, people that is uh, antagonizing them. So he does a really good job singing and um you know acting acting in this movie but you know we most people when they think of him they literally think of 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 his borat ali g era kind of stuff right so i think there is some sincerity and really really good acting in this i'm trying to pull up his um his he's, movie he's, gr- 
he's great at being characters, right? Yeah. So he can implant himself in anything, and he, he'll do a great job. Yeah, he uh, apparently has was nominated about looks like two dozen times for the Trial of the Chicago Seven movie, and hmm. uh, from twenty twenty, uh, he was also a voice of an uncle in uh, Luca, the the Pixar movie that we watched recently. Mm-hmm. Don't remember that. So he's he's got. I don't know if he's anything coming up, but just kind of pulling up his Wikipedia page here. I think this would be fantastic. A really, really fun time. Now, mind you, we talked about the hood. Um, I always want to call him the red hood, but that's a Batman villain. He's just a guy who wears a red cloak uh, with who has, like, some guns, and he has some magic abilities. He's normally powered by um, uh, Dormammu, right, in, in the comic book. So they're changing that to a Mephisto role for this show uh, rather than that. So I think that's fine. Mike, you sound upset. Are you upset by this? No. 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 Okay. Perfect. All right. Shifting gears into uh, another magic user in the MCU, a a whole show dedicated to Agatha Harkness. It was House of Harkness. Now it's Coven of Chaos. They changed the name of the show, Mike. We got to remember this. Coven of Chaos. Uh, Coming up, um, they're looking to cast an older Speed and at least Wiccan, uh, Billy and Tommy Maximoff, for the series. Uh, mm. supposed to be age 18 the descriptions match up with how Billy and Tommy are, at least Billy when he's 18 uh, if you get Billy of course you're going to get Tommy right so mm-hmm. um, you know is this um, a continuation of the Scarlet Witch story from uh, WandaVision and Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is it you know is she pulling in different variants older versions of these because those, those two who play that are just kids still right they're, they're young actors they can't do 18 to 20 year olds so um i don't know why they bring them into the show if i'm going to be completely honest feels really obscure unless she's like looking for some of that obs- you know remnant chaos magic from whenever wanda took over the town yeah it's it's you know when they first announced the show my brain just assumed it was going to be a prequel like oh let's go back in time and kind of see what what it was like being a magic user you know, around the time of the Salem witch trials, you know, somewhere in that era, just to add a little background. But then we, you know, we're getting more and more reports and news of like more modernized characters, or in this case, more future characters. I mean, an older looking version of these characters will put them in the future. So Mm -hmm. we don't know exactly the rules or the extents of like, you know, dark magic compared to like different universes. Like, you could easily explain like the you know the existence of these characters from a multiversal situation, right? But now I guess multiversal kind of is crossing over with magic, how we saw yeah. in the multiverse of madness. So is Agatha like reaching into another universe and pulling these kids it, through? How how prevalent could they be in the show without Wanda showing up? I mean, she has been entirely motivated by her last two appearances by her children so it'd be it would be kind of strange to see them again without wanda showing up which would kind of reveal their hand i guess of like what they're doing with wanda no one believes that she's dead right i yeah. think feige's even hinted at that oh they, no we, we never directly said she was they dead. don't they don't have that dry erase board that we always thought they did they're just they're just yeah. winging it in there so. I think they're still they're still a dry erase board. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess it could be a flash drive, you know, yeah. since uh, Kevin Feige is officially a robot. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Canon that's been canonized yeah. now. I, I love uh, his hat. Continue. <laughs> yeah, so it does make you wonder what's gonna be uh, what's going on here. But yeah, more signs are pointing pointing towards not prequel and yeah. possibly future. Yeah. So I'm thinking to me again because they've already explored this option. 
that Agatha had the Darkhold, and she's had the Darkhold, and she's been reading the Darkhold for a long time, right? Like, this is not, she, like, she didn't have it for, like, a, a minute. She had it for a very long time. The Darkhold allowed Wanda and Strange to reach through dimensions to, to control other versions uh, of not just themselves, but other characters, like the big uh, Gargantos eye squid thing. Um, you know, Wanda literally did control another version of herself for a while. So could Agatha be utilizing the same technique to find possibly um, the Wanda, the Nexus, the, the, the Chaos Witch in another dimension instead? Um, now, I'm not saying I love the idea, but because she has that knowledge from the book and the book is supposedly destroyed, um, could she still be using that, that dark magic, you know, uh, to do so? That's my, my theory. So, um, but yeah, so this is, this is, this is what, this is the kind of rabbit holes we can go down literally whenever we're, we're like, Hey, uh, there's a casting announcement for someone who's 18 and matches the, another character who was played. So, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's very dangerous, very dangerous. All right, Mike. This is going to be probably the big topic for you. I know you like to theorize. We we mentioned the top of the show. You've got your soapbox here, right? We're coming up on four hundred <laughs> episodes. But Avengers: Secret Wars, uh, the end of Phase Six, the end of the multiversal saga. Uh, they have said that they are looking to have Robert Downey Jr. return as a variant Tony Stark. I think this comes in two two ways, right? One, everybody loves Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. Everybody loves mm-hmm. him. Uh, and two, how many people wished it was um, the uh, superior Iron Man in the Multiverse of Madness trailer when it turned out not to be? Uh, mm-hmm. I, th- I think that conversation, you know, pulled some strings. Uh, you know, they're like, hey, raise some flags. I think they could be doing this, Mike. How, how do you want to see this happen? I mean, it's got to be a big moment in the film, right? When yeah. you see Robert Downey Jr. return to the screen, huge sacrifice, the most single emotional moment maybe you could point to in the whole infinity saga sacrificed himself to save everybody his uh you know his daughter is still out there uh i'm positive that she'll be coming back in some way the character will be mm-hmm. older taking on a bigger role in some way whether it's super powered or not they will be there so if this character you know even if it's in a multiversal way or i don't I, they shouldn't bring the, they shouldn't bring him back to life that shouldn't happen right it's got to be treated like the biggest thing in the world right you know if this is a multiversal uh, Tony Stark, he's not going to be understanding the context in which he like shows up, right? You know, if he either steps through a portal or rip in time and space or astral projected, well, I think the worlds are going to collide. I think the worlds are going to collide. I think I think yeah. they'll be yeah. Yeah, so he's not going to understand the context, and I'm sure he'll still be like the same kind of like a smarmy, uh, uh, quippy, uh, charming type of guy. So I, I, it's, it's got to be a big moment. There's got to be a reason for it, not just to get him on the screen again. Mm-hmm. So I wonder what that'll be. Maybe, um, maybe the, maybe the, the daughter well, finally well, gets let's, to see the father again. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, let's let's go into their next bullet point here. The major character for this movie is rumored to be Morgan Stark, his daughter. Right. We who we mm-hmm. only briefly got introduced to in Endgame, but um, there was a cut scene from that where there was an older actress um, who was playing uh, Morgan Stark, you know, when he, when he snaps the fingers, he went to that, um, what, not the, the soul world, right. And had a conversation with her, like an older mm-hmm. version of herself there. It was cut because people didn't quite understand it. It's fine. Um, 
but I think you know that would be an interesting through line that you know the the daughter uh, we've not even seen her come back right so maybe she'll show up for some other movies the daughter of the savior right of the original you know Infinity Saga the MCU as a as a whole is is got to find a version but I think you know here here's my here's my caveat Mike if we get the same mm-hmm. Tony Stark with the same you know kind of uh, the one who's had this journey it's not going to be as fulfilling as having one who's like very different. Like I want to see one who's like, yes, I'm Iron Man. I'm, you know, I'm I'm a smart uh, person with lots of money in an iron suit. But like, I don't want to see the one who's like, maybe maybe that's the turning point, right? It's a selfish Iron Man who has to learn how to be selfless because of a a variant's daughter, uh, right? Kind of reach out to him. Well, I mean, now that I think about it, I guess we've technically seen this in Marvel's What If, right? Uh, is is I'm trying to even remember the episode. Isn't it the story of like what if Tony stayed in the arms game, right? Because he ends up uh, hiring. Um, um, is it Killmonger? Michael B. Michael B. Jordan, yeah, Killmonger. So we've seen an alternate kind of path of him a little bit. So yeah, maybe it would need to be deviate quite a bit. But yeah, wh- whatever it's going to be, it's got to be a big moment. It's got to be earned. There's got to be a point to it, right? Because. Mm-hmm. The whole point was the sacrifice. So, and I feel like we, even though it seems like Endgame came out just a little while ago, it's it was tw- was it 2019 or 2018? 2019. 2019. So, I mean, it, by the time this movie comes out, it will have been a while, right? But I feel like it's still it still hasn't yeah. been long enough. So, but they have to think a lot further ahead. So maybe they're just trying to project where the audience will be by the time. Yeah. But, and- you know they they have time to work on the script, right? They have lots of time to work on the script, and we're we're operating on the idea that they're just going to bring a character in with an actor that we we we've kind of grown up with, yeah. I'd say, a little bit. And I and I guess technically, from the world that they're starting to construct with these multiverses, it would statistically happen, right? These like it's not like when Tony sacrificed himself to save everybody, every Tony in every universe did the same thing. That's just not yeah. possible. So. Does that mean we we could possibly see Chris Evans again? Are we going to mm-hmm. see any other characters that have kind of been retired, like you know Scarlett Johansson? But um, I guess we'll see. I mean, do you do kind of like the the evil goatee twirling version of all these characters? Yeah. Is that too cheesy, or could they pull that off? Where you know you get Scarlett Johansson, uh, Chris with Evans, and Tony Stark all <laughs> with all with curling goatees? I yeah. mean that I mean that could be funny, but I mean I, that's probably only if Taika Waititi directs the movie. Yeah. You know, he takes all the steam out of it with a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, we're, it's a it's a secret secret wars with a wink at the camera, right? The whole time, <laughs> Deadpool secret wars uh, be be pretty funny. I think I think to me, what um, this needs to be is I I don't want it to simply be a cameo. I don't want it to be uh, as much as I love Spider Man No Way Home. I we need a lot of time. I think we need more than just a scene with Iron Man, right? Um, and I, I think we had some time with with Spider Man, but I think Secret Wars is not a, a a small deal. That's not a small, you know, thing you're doing. You've got to put all the universes back back together, uh, and, and separate them again at the end of it, or, or merge them all into one cohesive universe. I, I don't know how they're going to do it. it. Depends on which one you read, but you know, you bring up a good point. Is it just Robert Downey Jr. Or is that just him right now? Because is he doing anything that you know of, Robert Downey Jr.? I, I, Chris Does Evans he... put out work, but I don't know about I don't know about RDJ. Doesn't even ha- he doesn't even have to do anything. Maybe he's yeah. just on an extended vacation. Yeah, he's on his vacation until his next Avengers movie uh, when he comes back. Mm-hmm. Or Doctor Doolittle too. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, no. The the way that movie ended up was just tragic. This is tragic. Um, but um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think you know he. Uh, this if you're gonna bring Iron Man in, a superior Iron Man, a more vain Iron Man would be interesting. Um, kind of thing with with a different different suit colors, like you know, like you said. I, I just want superior Iron Man at the end of the day. That's what I know what I want. But you know, you're right. Captain is Captain America. Is is Black Widow? Um, who else have we lost? Um, you know, is, is this a Jane Foster coming back for this? Like, how many how many people across the multiverse are they going to bring back into this? Wanda, kind of thing. Like, you know, um, do do you do that? Do you do you come back and quote unquote play the hits, or do you try try to make it more meaningful? I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, if you guys out there have any ideas on how you'd like it to happen. Let us know. I'd, I'd be interested. Um, I, I I do think you know uh, whether RDJ's in it or not, Mike. This movie will kick off the X Men, um, the the mutant. Once the reality, the multiverse is put back into a stable state, we will finally get our first look at mutants. Right, kind of in there. Um, I, someone else did bring up the idea of um, what if they did a World War Hulk or, or a Hulk movie. Right after Universal's rights are done, but before um, Secret uh, Secret Wars. Uh, yeah, I mean, well. it, it seems like they could be leaning that way. Yeah, so a lot of ideas. Uh, let us know what you think, what your favorite uh, variant of any of these things are. Again, I'm an ultimate universe person. I'd love to see some of that. Uh, Mike loves all of it. Give, give Mike all the variants. He wants to see mm-hmm. them all. So Yeah, why not? Why not? Let's do it. Uh, well, that's, you know, it's a shorter episode, but we did do two this week, Mike, so let's wrap it up. Let's get out of here. Um, people still want to go listen to our Black Adam review. It's in the feed. If you want to, first half spoiler free, but if they want to know what you're up to, what you're doing, where can they find you at, buddy? Oh, they can find me at Mike Royer Design on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and you can read my web comics at pickledcomics.com. Chris, people want to catch up with you. Where can they find you? Mm, find me on Twitter, Valdan, V-A-L-D-A-N, or Instagram, Valdan87, or you can go check out Rad Retro Bros. If people know about the show, what we're doing, where we, we've got reviews coming up throughout the end of the year, a couple couple movies are coming out, where can they start listening to all that good stuff at? Yeah, you can head on over to SuperheroSlate.com. That is the headquarters for all things Superhero Slate. We are on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, wherever else you love to listen to fine podcasts. Click us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and you get merch at SuperheroSlate.com slash store. We love hearing from you. Please reach out. Whether you think Robert Downey Jr. should be returning or not, be curious what other people are thinking out there. We love our super fans, so if you want to be a super fan of this show, all you got to do is share the show with a friend, share the show with a buddy. We'll be here every week, folks. We are approaching episode 400. Chris and I are elderly at this point uh-huh. in time, so we're, we're looking forward to celebrating with I you know. in two weeks. I know. It's, it's sad that it's not our Halloween episode. Like It's the one like right after Halloween, so... Uh, but you know, maybe, maybe next year, maybe 500 will be next. No, it's not. I, I can't count. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll just have to do a hundred more to see. We'll have to do a hundred more. We'll, we'll time it out. We'll take breaks to make it work. But, yeah. uh, all right. Well, we'll catch you guys next week. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe.